Men like, amigos. I'm gonna, it's like stealing a chocolate bar out of a candy store versus stealing a bank. Like right. robbing a bank. Robbing a bank. Like, come right. on. Right. Sorry. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Your question. You asked the first question, question, and we're answering it. Podcast topics like Jesus Christ. No, no, no. But I get where you're coming from, but it's not the same thing. It's not. Come on. I'm dead. That's kind of true. That is true, though. It is. It's very true. It really is. You don't even like lemon pepper wings. I don't. But I would like. Oh, we both. You're my sis. I don't like lemon. But I think that's like you like lemon pepper. I don't mind it. Mm. Mm. They don't really do nothing for I me. I think that's a flavor that could go without. Like, I don't need to And even when menu. people cook with the lemon pepper seasoning. Why? What do you, why? What is that? You can't just squeeze a little lemon, add a little pepper. <laughs> that's true. Season, right? Like, I never understood so that. So you don't like the dry rub? No, I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. I'd rather use my, my fresh ingredients. Give me my limon, yeah. you know? Maybe that's a Spanish thing. It is, yeah. Right? I use lemon Powdered pepper lemon. seasoning. But powdered lemon? What is that doing? <laughs> it don't, yeah, it don't, it don't hit the same. It don't even taste the same. Lemon That's and pepper fine. separately, like together, does it tastes weird? It tastes like a new invention. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's dry. It don't taste right. But anyway, we're gonna start <laughs> off like this. <laughs> well, whatever. Can y'all hear me? Everybody good? All right. Oh, yeah, we so um, yeah. I want to make sure you can hear the music. Okay, good. Alright, so we gotta talk over the music a little bit. But anyway. That's fine. This is how we're starting off the pod. A little Keisha Cole. So you already know what kind of vibe I know. this episode I'm is ready. gonna bring. Um, welcome to another episode of the Least Favorite Podcast. I am your host, Natalie, and I'm here with my big sister Priscilla and my friend Cynthia. So we're gonna talk our shit. Unfiltered. I want you guys to be relaxed and just don't hold back. Alright, so the first thing I wanted to start off with is um fighting styles so i read an mm-hmm. article and it was talking about the different fighting styles in a relationship mm-hmm. so i chose the top three the first one is when you're passive aggressive with your partner so you do little shit here and there to let them know that you're upset but then when they ask you what's wrong oh nothing yeah I i'm fine that. i'm I good i think we all do that a I little bit then the next one is hostile and vol- like volatile so you just go in no, I used to be that way. So you're just but. a bitch. You go in, you're screaming, your partner's coming at you. There's no there's no guessing if they're upset. Yeah, so I used to do that. But because my husband and I are so self-developed now, <laughs> before we got into our relationships together, we were friends for a long time. So we already knew what we wanted and what we didn't want out of our relationship when we got together. He was like that in previous relationships, and I was a raging bitch in all my relationships. And we said that when we were going to come together that we were not going to be that way with one another because essentially that wasn't going to bring anything good. Mm -hmm. So we don't do that. Thank God, because girl. The other one was not engaging at all. So you completely, like your partner could go in and you just shut down. You don't say anything. You don't engage with them. You don't don't make any comments to expand it, which I feel like... I was in a relationship like that, whereas like I would. All right, first off, I'm passive aggressive. I know OD. you are, right? Like I will be mad and I won't tell you, and then finally, when I can't take it anymore, I'm just gonna explode, right. and it's gonna be bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. But for me, whether I was passive aggressive or I exploded, I was not getting anything from the partner. Of course not. Like right. they were not, they wouldn't engage at all, and it would just be something where 
I feel like if you don't give me anything at all, mm-hmm. I will cut the shit and I'll be like, all right. I won't. Let me chill. So you you don't do that. I won't because then I'll feel like in the moment, mm-hmm. I feel that the partner not giving me any feedback mm-hmm. and I'm like upset and I'm telling you how I feel. I'm just the type of person. I want to get it off my chest. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you how I feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to linger. I don't want it to be that this argument carries on <clears throat> for like four days. Okay. Let's just say what we got to say and get over it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing that and you're not giving me anything in return, it's going to piss me off even more. Like, I'm just going to be like, oh, so you're not going to talk. <laughs> because, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to feel like my feelings aren't being validated. Like, yeah. you don't really care enough to even tell me, stop, or babe, relax, or don't be that way. Mm-hmm. You're just quiet. So now I'm really going to go in your ass and be like, oh, so you want to be quiet <laughs> yeah. now. You know, like, nah. Sorry. I've been all three. <laughs> I it's think we all three. Have, right? yeah. yeah. So what is all right? What's your main one? You feel like you are currently? Yeah. None. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so. I've been single for a long time. Mm-hmm. I want to say about maybe four years. Okay. okay. Give or take. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Yes. Working on my inner self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, and that's important. <laughs> no, it is important. Very. Yeah. Um. I've learned not to be that way. You know, the passive aggressive, communicate when something bothers you at the moment. Don't hold it because then that's going to mm-hmm. happen. You're going to end up blowing right, up. Right, right. Um, or going in it already aggressive. Because I feel like when you go in it aggressive, mm-hmm. the other person's going to shut down. Yeah. Okay. Or they might reciprocate it back. And then nothing gets solved. And then, nothing. And then you're not going to, you know, get anything from that. And what is the third one? It was like... Um, not saying anything at all? How, yeah, not saying anything at all. I've done that too. Yeah. And then it just feels like the other person is just going at it mm-hmm. and then I'm like not giving any feedback or anything right. and then you still don't resolve anything yeah. I feel like nothing does three. resolve yeah nothing. but I feel like if somebody's coming at me like if they're the hostile one I guess I shut down I get why people shut down because mm-hmm. it's like yo if I say something it might make it worse so oh, let yeah. me just shut the fuck up mm-hmm. let me not say anything right and then it'll blow over I think I prefer that just because if the other person's really hot and I don't give them anything to keep going with. Mm-hmm. They can kind of like release everything they need to release and calm down. Calm down mm-hmm. and like get that energy off. And then they have to sit with the fact that they just look like an asshole. Like they have right. to sit with the fact that they just went in, they came at you, and now they come back and they're like, "Yo, my bad. Like I was wrong. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said blah blah blah." And you don't even have to say anything or get worked up. But that's assuming that they even do that. If yeah. they do that, that yeah. they reflect. Because, yeah. You're assuming that they're gonna reflect. Yeah. And because a lot of times they don't reflect, mm-hmm. and then they don't even understand why you're quiet and why you're looking at them a type of way. Because to them, that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. But you living- see. With that, you take note of it, and you like, like, if they keep on doing that, and then they don't, like you said, reflect or make that change. I'm not gonna stay in that relationship, right? Because you're just a person who likes to go in. Like mm-hmm. it's like you're kind of abusive at that point. That That's is, how I see that it. is abuse. And I'm not gonna stay in a situation right. where I'm always feeling unsafe. I'm afraid to say something mm-hmm. to set you oh, off. Yeah, like you're walking on eggshells. Yeah, right. fuck that. Fuck but that. you see, I feel like staying quiet and waiting for the person to like calm down mm-hmm. and then reflect mm-hmm. is the mature thing to do it is i didn't do that yeah if you're coming at me aggressive i'm gonna come back the same way you're <laughs> the gonna same get the same way. energy back the same but energy. i used to be like that yeah mm-hmm. i'm not like that anymore yeah mm-hmm. i'm not like that anymore yeah. either yeah. because i realized that that's not the situation that i want to have mm-hmm. with anybody yeah. and that's not something i want my kids to see because yeah, exactly. i don't want them to ever think especially my son i don't want him to ever think that it is okay 
for a man to speak to a woman like that or for a woman to speak to a man like that. And yeah. now that I have a daughter, I don't ever want her to think it's okay for a man to talk to her like that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I I definitely have worked on myself because nothing is going to get resolved mm-hmm. ever. So when you're trying to figure out your fighting styles, right? And then you're making the changes that like you said. You made changes mm-hmm. to avoid arguments. You had mentioned walking on eggshells. Yeah. yeah. So that was a point that you had brought up. How right. in relationships a lot of times you won't, you'll let a lot of things slide just to avoid an argument. And right. then you end up Walking on eggshells and then it's like pent up resentment. Pent up resentment because mm-hmm. now the person is doing something to you. You're not saying anything because, okay, yeah, I already just had an argument a couple of days ago. So you're like, all right, we just finished arguing. I don't want to start another argument with him. So I'm going to just let it be. Then he does it again because he doesn't know that what he just did pissed you off because you didn't say nothing about it. Mm. Then he does it again and it keeps on happening. And now you blow up and they're looking at you like you're crazy. Because yeah. they're like, um, but why are you getting like that? Like, I've already, I've done this to you like five, six times already. You never said anything. Yeah. Why didn't you say anything? But then in that respect, it's like, you didn't say nothing because you knew if you did, either they weren't going to validate, like they weren't going to accept how you felt, or they were just going to argue with you and you just wasn't with it. Yeah. And I don't think that's any way for any relationships to go. Because yeah. it's like, if you can't tell your partner what they're doing to you is wrong, or that you feel a type of way because of what they did to you, then why are you with that person? Yeah. Yeah. Because essentially y'all not gonna get nowhere. Like But you know with me, like I used to be I used to argue a lot, mm-hmm. like very argumentative all the time. Um, so what I do now, I filter my thoughts and I tell myself, is it even worth right. bringing up? That's what is I do. Is it worth an argument? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everybody's different. Just because mm-hmm. we're together, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have to behave the same way. Yeah, I, yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. So your reaction might be completely different. Mm-hmm. So something like maybe I react quicker than you mm-hmm. and that would get me upset, like just that alone. Yeah. And I'll be like, react. Why are you not reacting? <laughs> but that was the same way. And I had to realize that not everybody's gonna have the same energy that I have. Exactly. And not everybody is gonna react to situations the way that I do. So if I in my previous relationships I used to get upset if they didn't react to something the way that I did. Yeah, me too. And then I have to understand, Priscilla, you're you. Like yeah. you can't expect somebody to be you or it's to hard though. It's, I know. But it's difficult. It's not fair to the other person. It's not. It's not. So it's like it's it it comes with you like understanding the person that you're with too and understanding like, okay, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like I expect everybody to be perfect. Yeah. I wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. When nobody's perfect. But when you look at it and you're like, damn, your partner does certain things, it kinda just goes out, you're like, All right, I'm not gonna like keep attacking them over nonsense exactly. because that's just how they are or that's just maybe they're not seeing it the way that I'm seeing it mm-hmm. maybe they're not reading too into it the way that I'm reading too into exactly. it exactly yeah I've learned to ask like before well I'm still working on it because I'm not perfect <laughs> instead because I'm very reactive too but yeah. I've learned to ask like alright if something bothered me I asked mm-hmm. two things one I asked myself why does it bother me so much right. like how is it really affecting me like because mm-hmm. it's really probably not nine times out of ten mm-hmm. and two I would even ask my partner like hey you said this this way or you did this that way mm-hmm. why do you why did you do that like right. I'm just trying to understand like like what was your point like were you trying to be aggressive were you trying to come at me or were you joking like what what right. made you do that? Mm-hmm. And then when you get a better understanding and you just have that conversation, it's like, oh, okay, like it really had nothing. It wasn't personal. Like it wasn't. It had nothing to do with me. And a lot of times they didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. I used to think everybody was trying to come for me. Yeah. Even in my relationship. Yes, me too. 
and I remember my mother telling me, like, you got to stop viewing people as your enemy. Not everybody's mm-hmm. an enemy. Not everybody's coming for you. Not everything is about you. I would always be on the fence. Always. All the time. Always. Where did that come from? I'm I have like, no idea. Is it a woman thing? No. Yes. I think that I yes. know. Yes. You know what I think that comes from? <laughs> that comes from previous relationships. I feel like that comes from... But I feel like... A, unresolved I, anger or you always having to be on the defense because you're with a partner that always makes you feel like you, you have had to a be... Partner like that. If you had a partner mm-hmm. like that. Or even if in your life experience, like if you always felt like you had to fight for everything. Yeah. Like there was always some <clears throat> obstacle coming in your way and you always had to just fight your way to get to where you wanted to be. I feel like it comes from that. Like you always feel like you have yeah, to be... Yeah, because I was about to say, right. I, I'm not like that just in relationships. The defense, yeah. the being defensive is like with everybody. With Even everything. at work. Oh, at work, definitely. Yeah, but... Even at work, I was like that. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Why you said that? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's probably know? because you've had past experiences where you felt like, or you've had people come for you. So you yeah. automatically think that if somebody said that one word, you automatically bring it back to when another person did that to you and they was coming for you and someone else could be saying it but they don't mean it that way mm-hmm. they're just like no no chill ma I don't mean it like that yeah Relax. and then I feel like a dick cause I'm like fuck <laughs> alright like, well I just wanted some clarification so. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I just wanted no to but sure. definitely like what you said about work cause we worked in the same place and yeah. sometimes one person might not be coming for you but the other person is yeah. so you still gotta be on guard you on yeah. guard because yeah. you don't know mm-hmm. it's true and some people try to be slick with it too they yeah. try to be like they oh. try to be the passive aggressive like, right. I didn't mean it like that I didn't mean it like that, mama. Why are you acting like oh, that? I hate that. First of all, <laughs> don't be, yo, that, or when they tell you to calm down, oh, but like why are you that. acting like that? Oh, no, mama, calm down, but you don't have to be that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, just relax. All, you want to see me on 10? Tell me to relax and mm-hmm. tell me to calm the mm-hmm. fuck down, and you're going to see. You're not going to say something snippy and then pull right. back from it. Be like, oh, but why? Oh, no. Look at how you getting. No, don't. <laughs> don't do that. So now... When you argue and your partner apologizes, you mentioned something about like, why shouldn't we just be able to move on? Like, why do we still hold on to their hurt? But I, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. So no, no, I just feel like if you're still holding on to the hurt, and I had said mm-hmm. this last week too, like, mm-hmm. it's because you're not over it. Right. But then my question was like, how long is it really going to take you to get over it until you either realize you're either going to get over it or you're just going to leave? The person altogether. I think it all depends on the person's behavior. So, okay, you can have a... Okay, I always say, you don't know your partner until you argue with your partner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. You don't... Or even a friend. Like, or... Or a friend, anybody, a family member. Like, you don't know a person until you've actually had a discussion, exchanged words, have come to that point. So, I feel like... To see how far they're going to take it. Exactly. So, it all... I also feel temptation. When you're under temptation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's a when different you really level. know when right. the person, like, so let's say, for example, I don't know, we're doing something we're not supposed to be doing, like an illegal activity or something. Right. How we, excited it makes that other person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or let's say, or for example, like, you know, you're under temptation, you know, yeah. like, whatever the case might be now. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. And I feel like when you argue with a person and you see how far they take it, I mean, yeah, they could say sorry, but now you're still thinking about everything that they've said. Yeah. And I feel like words, words could really, you could cut somebody just with your words. Yeah. Honestly. And it doesn't matter if you tell the person 20 times, I'm sorry, yep. they're still going to always remember what you said to them. That's true. And they're always going to still be thinking and looking at you sideways like, no, but you really feel that way about me mm-hmm. because you were that comfortable to tell me and I'm your girl or you're my man, whatever the case is, situation, but... How could you feel that way about me? So mm-hmm. when we argue, I'm a stupid bitch, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. That's what you really think of me? Stupid bitch is tough. Girl. If somebody oh. calls me that, I don't know if we could come back from that. Let me tell you something. The first time that I was in a relationship <laughs> and someone called me a bitch, Ooh. I feel like I got stabbed in the chest. Right. Ooh. It hurts. What was that? And Where I did feel, that come from? And I feel like it hurts more from the person that you're with. Because especially if y'all never argued before and you never saw that side of that person and then y'all argue and they saying all these things, you're like, well, damn. Yeah. It hurts more than a stranger calling you a bitch. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't have no ties to that person. Yeah, and that whole I was just mad. Like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I understand. Probably just mad. Stupid bitch. Stupid bitch. I don't know, man. That's intense. You a dumbass bitch. Yeah, no, like that's, that's too much. That's disrespectful. That's just you could have said something else. Be creative. Right. Like you could have said something else. Oh, I could be oh when creative. they try to say shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't like. I'm that. not gonna shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So no, we're gonna both keep talking. And. <laughs> Because it is what it is, mm-hmm. but I feel like once you start using terminology like that in a relationship, there's no respect. There's no yeah. No. And it doesn't matter how much that person loves you, they don't respect you, there's and no you don't respect them. That. There isn't. Mm-hmm. After a while, that's just causing pent up resentment. Mm-hmm. So eventually, that's what causes women and men to leave relationships. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but how come you guys were together for so many years? How come y'all broke up? Because of the pent up resentment. Yeah. Of all the fuck yous and suck my dick and bitch and blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. All of that is a lot. Mm-hmm. I always say, like, the best apology is changed behavior. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Period. Like, I don't absolutely. give a fuck what you're telling me to my face. Right. I want to see what you're going to do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the action every day? And it's like, neither one of us is perfect. Like, I'm going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. Like, we're never going to always be happy. There's never. always going to be There's always going to be, right. Petty stuff you could ignore. You can move past. But, like... If I'm, what I'm not going to let you do either is hold shit that I've done against me. Yes. If I'm showing you different today. There you go. Today, tomorrow, moving forward. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I'm consistent, I'm being like, I'm behaving well or whatever the fuck. Stop bringing up the bullshit. Stop right. bringing up the past. Right. Like right. that, yeah. I'm not going to let you no. keep holding against me. Like I'm not my mistakes. Exactly. And I'm not going to let you tell me that I that's am those right. things. That's right. No, because that's, <laughs> that's yeah, like right. almost fresh. <laughs> yes. Can we get a clap? Yes. Can we? Right. <laughs> no, but it's true because you could be with somebody and like, all right, you fucked up, but you apologize. Right. And you're why do I, what you yeah, why I don't want to keep hearing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I've learned, because I used to do that a lot too in my Me relationships. Too. And it's just so Me unfair too. for the other person too. Yeah. And you can see the frustration. Mm-hmm. And it's they're unfair. They're not trying to hear it. Right. And it's unfair if they're actually, like you said, they're taking the action to show you yeah. that they've changed. But a lot of times they don't. So you're not going to be buying me flowers every time you myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And think That's that because thing. I accepted mm-hmm. the flowers, mm-hmm. okay, now we good. No. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do the same shit? No. Yeah. Sorry. So, Take your right. flowers. Let me... <laughs> yeah, interject the, the mail here. In the Sorry. Room. Interject. <laughs> but I'm the guy, and I don't argue in relationships. I don't. And like, that's not healthy. It is. It's not. <laughs> because. Go ahead, talk. No, 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 no. I'll discuss something and talk, but I mean, I'm not arguing. I'm okay, not coming okay. out of my face, calling okay. you like all oh, kind no of crazy bitch. names. Okay, okay. No stupid bitch. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> no, no, but I don't mean argue like cursing. I mean, just like. Like having an exchange. I'll have a back and forth discussion. So you have an but I'm not, I'm not about to curse you out and all that stuff because right, I right. know me. Right. When I do it, I'm, it's not going to, I can't come back the next day. Right. For one, I don't like apologizing. If I sent it, I meant it. Gotcha. So if I say it to you, mm. it's fuck you. Okay. And me apologizing <laughs> is really just like, you know what? Um, let's just move on from it. Like, I right. said it. I meant it at that time. 
I'm not really an apologizer. So that's why I know in a relationship, it's like, I'm not going to even let it get to that point. Right, right, right. Because once you get there and no, try to come back. No, but that's what I'm saying. Once yeah. you get to that point, there's really no coming back because your partner's already looking at you like, oh, well, this is how Ex- you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I make it my point. When I see if I'm with the woman and she starts getting to that point or I, it gets, I stand yeah. there, I'm just like, you know what? Let me remove myself. And that's yeah. how me and Chris that's are. So yeah. Chris knows me well enough that when I'm upset, like I've gotten to the point, I'm very self-developed now. <laughs> Because it, you know how I used oh, to be. Oh, I know. You know, it was scary. a problem. And he knows how I used to be because he was my best friend. So he used to know my arguments. He used to hear. I never used to hide anything from him. I used to call him and be like, let me tell you what this nigga did, blah, blah, blah. And he would tell me his situations. And with him, like, if you know, because, yeah, we've been together. We love each other. But couples have arguments. Of course. But I have learned to woosah. I have learned to communicate. I have learned to not be a raging bitch. Mm-hmm. And he also knows that when I'm on here, he knows to just chill. Yeah. Let me just give her her space. Let me just leave her alone. Before, it would bother him because he didn't understand why I would get the way that I would get. But now he's okay. And you appreciate the space because someone... Like, I'm learning to take the space, but before it was like, oh, so now you don't want to be around me? Right. What? (laughs) Like, now you want to leave? You want to abandon me? He used to walk out. He used to walk away because I was at a 10 yeah. And I would chase him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, even yeah. worse. I would yeah. chase him. Like, where are you going? Mm-hmm. And they would, that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's no way to, like, bring that yeah. down after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, once I feel myself, like, I'm I'm chasing you like that, that's when I have to check myself, like, all right. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. Because yeah. there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going 20s. on. Because yeah. you just hated him five minutes ago, and now right. you're chasing him like, out the no, door. No, don't leave me. Come back. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You gotta, you gotta that's, relax. That's crazy. Right. So, do we have anything else to say about that? Because we're about to switch into other topics. No, I think. All right. So I'm gonna play this. Yes. <laughs> Just a little transition song to okay. to get us moving. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into some friendship and mental health topics. All right, so <clears throat> I wanted to ask: Have your friends changed as you were growing up? So, like, the kind of friends that you make from when you were younger to now. Yeah. How has it changed? What qualities do you look for now in a friend versus, I guess, before when you were younger? I guess before when I was younger, everybody was my friend. You're little, mm. you're young. Even in high school, like, oh, that's my homegirl, that's my friend. Now it's like, no. <laughs> no. Like, I only have, like, a handful of, especially females, that I consider to be my friends. I have two. And that's it. Well, I'm older <laughs> than you. Yeah, yeah that's mom. it. But you know what? Growing up, you always had a lot of girlfriends. Because remember in high school... Yeah, but you like I have said, like everybody was my friend. Yeah, no, yeah. and nobody was really my friend. But even so. now. But now, like, I have... No, I have a handful. I have a good amount. Mm-hmm. And these are people that have been there for me at my lowest. To me, I feel like in order for me to consider you to be my friend, like, <clears throat> you have to have been rocking with me when I was at my lowest rock yeah. bottom point, okay. And you were there for me. And... You wasn't talking shit about me. You wasn't laughing at my pain. You were crying with me. You mm-hmm. know? That's what I consider a friend. Mm-hmm. Before, it was just like, oh, <laughs> that stupid shit. Like, mm-hmm. no. So I have a few. I have a few. But they've, it's definitely changed. I look more for loyalty. And like I said, like people that I can count on, that I could be like, yo, we out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they coming. Yeah. Those are my friends. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that too. Loyalty. Right. Loyalty. <laughs> loyalty. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think when you're younger, you don't realize how how important loyalty is until you start getting into shit. Because in high school, there's gossip, there's rumors. Always. So that's when you see, oh, this bitch, mm, she's mm-hmm. talking mad shit. Right. Like, yeah. right. This isn't my friend, but right. you don't realize that with uh, until you have like the experience. And who allows people to talk shit about you yeah. in front of them? Mm-hmm. Like I know any of my friends, if somebody talks shit about me. They checking them right there. Yeah. And they telling me right there, like, yo, yo, come here. Because homegirl try to get crazy and try to say this and this and this. That's a friend. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you are friends, if you consider yourself to be a friend and you allow somebody else to talk shit about you in the moment, Mm -hmm. you're not a friend. Yeah. You're not a friend. Yeah. Um, What else was I going to say? For me, though, I'm... The friends I make, they have to come to me, kind of, because I'm not, like, outgoing with people. I know. And you know what? (laughs) I find that so hard to like. What do you mean you're not outgoing? I'm not out. I'm not the person like I don't force. Well, I guess is that I don't force a friendship. I don't force a vibe. So it's a little hard. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, is that me? It's not you. Like all the friends. When I think of <laughs> it's the hookah, all the which I'm here by the hook for the hookah guys. <laughs> not to talk her shit on a podcast. No. She came to smoke hookah on I the came podcast. Came to smoke hookah and talk shit. All right. Okay. That's better. Yes. I'm saying like. My friends, the friends I have, they all approached me. They all okay. spoke to me. And I was just, I'm not trusting of people. Okay. I'm more reserved. So I'm not quick to just, like, let my guard down and open up to just anybody. And I feel like now and now that I'm older, it's not as easy for people to actually sit down and get to know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not really putting, Yeah, they're not really putting that time in. That so time it's in. like... I'm already quiet. I'm already reserved. And now we're not even in a social setting. I'm not in a social setting all the time to make new friends. So for me, it's just like whoever can actually take the time Mm -hmm. and sit and get to know me and like break down those barriers that I have or the walls that I put up. Mm -hmm. That's who I consider a friend. Because they were able to like penetrate through that. You know what I mean? So for me, like obviously loyalty and all that. But it's like when I could finally feel comfortable to be myself around you, Mm -hmm. you're my friend. Like, well, I'm myself around everybody. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, we friends. Well, I just met you today. This you is are. me. That's just <laughs> how I am. Yeah, I've always been I mean. like that. And I know that even when you were younger, mm-hmm. Natalie was the type that she wouldn't even say hi to people. Mm-hmm. Like, as a baby. Like, my mother would be like, pero saluda, say hi. And Natalie was turning her head like, no. From age two, three, four, five, like, wow. she was yeah. always like that. Yeah. I but then, like that. Yeah, I was always a friendly, talkative, real cosa, but she's always been the opposite. So, like, Tony, <laughs> who's one of my best friends... She, I remember nine years old, like, no, were we nine? Fourth grade? I think you're nine. Mm-hmm. She was the one who came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder. Hi, I'm Tony. What's your name? And right. then it was like, okay, this is my friend. And she right. would be talking, talking, talking. And I'm just there like, oh, okay, whatever. Okay. And it's, it's been like that. With Susan, <laughs> it was like that. Funny. All my friends, it's been like that. Even Kadeem. Kadeem, yeah. my first day in Costco, I sat down. He sat in front of me. Hi, I'm Kadeem. What's your name? I'm like, oh, oh okay. We're going to be friends. Like, because okay. I'm not like that. So, yeah, that's it. But even when you told me the other day, because me and her got into it, because she was like, you know, I'm an introvert. I was like, no, you're not. I feel like I am. Because Natalie, like, I guess, because I always see her out and she's social and she's... With the same people, though. I'm out with the same people I've been out with for the past 10 years. I don't get introvert vibes from her. Yeah. Because I feel like even though they're people that you know... Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even be willing to be out here brunch and oh let's have drinks and let's do this. Like I feel like you are social. Hmm. You could be a social introvert. There's a such thing. I'm as like that. that. Oh. You could be a social introvert and you could be a shy extrovert. Like person like um Chris is a shy extrovert. Are I you think. a person when you go out, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of off topic. When you go out, do social settings drain you or uplift you? Oh. Eesh. 
Because so that's how you can tell. That's how you can tell. So my battery runs out in the middle of it. Okay. Like, I'll, like yeah. let's say we'll go out to brunch. Mm-hmm. The first hour, I'm like, yeah. Me too. And then, like, the <laughs> hour later, I'm like, you'll see it, though. Yeah. Like, you'll visibly be able to see, like, I'm Me shutting too. down. And you're like, yeah. you all right? I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I got to go. This music is too loud. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's called The music age. all of a sudden. Okay. No, because All of a sudden got too loud. That's me, but Natalie. I've, that's why I'm saying I'm an introvert because it drains me. But it doesn't was, uplift me. Okay. That's my point. All these people dancing and getting Natalie, drunk. But Natalie is always like, needed a nap. She always. I need a nap. We I would always go shopping. need a nap in the middle of a brunch. I need a nap. Always needed a nap. Even when we would go shopping, she always needed a bench. She always needed to sit. Oh, the first bench? I'm sitting down. Oh my God, I'm like that. Oh <laughs> sitting down. Yes. I can't. I hear, you. Um, I hear you. Oh my God! Hold on. Where were we? I was gonna say what, but oh, you yeah, can ahead. you can be extrovert like an extrovert. Go out, be social with everyone. I could, but yeah. you can only do it with people you feel comfortable with. with yes. Comfortable so with, right. meet meet a new friends where you're an introvert. You're yeah. not the type of person that's just gonna go up to go out to a, say a bar Mm-mm. or and you see a group of people and like just introduce yourself. Well, that's weird. That's weird. Because no, I feel like they would look at like me that, like, though. who the fuck there's is this? There's lots of people who I can know, do that. No, I like, know. And you know, no offense to those kinds of people. No, those people, all right, I need they're those people in my life because otherwise I won't engage. Well, like they come socialize. up to you and they're like, hi, my name is Correct. Fulanita. That takes a lot of balls, though, to do it that. Is. To it does. It does. And that's, but I see, we need those people in the world. People like that, Right. we need them for people like me. Right. Because then all of us. Because I'm open to the conversation. I'm just not going to initiate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause so, I don't want to be the one to be like, oh, but look at this bitch. Why yeah, she I don't want to look like the crazy no, one. Right. Right. Just going up I mean, to me. That's a, a loca. A certain like, kid, right? There's a kid, young, <laughs> eight years old. Uh, he 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 walks everywhere. He sees about a, my child. <laughs> whenever he <laughs> walks anywhere, he sees any other kid. <laughs> hi, kid. Like hi, hi, hi. And you know what? He could see a kid a hundred times throughout the day, and it's still bi or hi. Like he's the first time I he think, sees them. That's cute. I think that that's beautiful. It is. Even though I get at him and I be like, stop saying hi 20 times to people. Like, you say hi once and that's it. But it's nice that he still has that innocence because yes. you don't see that a lot in children. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's scary that he has that innocence because of the world that we live in. It's mm-hmm. like people could take advantage of that. Yeah. So I try to teach him, but it's just in him. He'll say hi and bye 20 to the same person. I feel like it's a New York thing, too. Because I've been to other places, Matt like friendly. in Puerto Rico. Everybody, they don't know you, and you're walking down the street, and they're like, "Buenos dias," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's that?" Right, right. <laughs> like, and I look at my aunt, like, you know her? She's like, "No, no." You but people just... say hi, right? Yeah, like, like people it's say okay. hi. It's like, yeah. oh, it's okay, okay. Not in New York, you're right. Yeah, Nobody's doing that here. And you go to the supermarket, and people are like, "Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah. How are you doing today?" And it's like, I'm not used to that. And it's sad, you know. It's sad that we're not used to stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. that we go away, and we're like, "Oh my God, everybody's so nice," and everybody in New York is just assholes. Like, yeah, why? but you know, it's sad, but also I don't want to go my whole day saying hi to everybody. Here we go. Like I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine walking down the street and nobody giving a fuck about who I am. <laughs> right. Now you, I'm okay with that. I, too. I don't want to be bothered. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I'm okay I'm with okay that. I'm okay with yeah. it. I want to listen to my music or scroll I'm through okay my phone as it. I walk. But, like, it's, but it's, it's not bad. Now that you say that, it's that, not bad. That you just want to walk. Have you ever seen somebody in the street that you know and you pretend you don't huh? know who they are? All the fucking time because I, I don't want to say hi. I'm I'm and I'll, pretend, I'll get on my now. phone, like deep into my phone. <laughs> And I really just Girl, don't you even want to like say start hi. looking confused in the yeah. phone. Like, oh, but what? I think COVID was the best. I'm, I'm not gonna say the best thing because you know people. No, it had its perks though. But the perks with the mask and not really just nah, putting on your mask and your hoodie. Me still. And they still recognize <laughs> you. 
I be fretting like, so oh, I didn't even like, notice you with the mask. Girl, on. this is crazy. <laughs> because, you know, the glasses fog up with the mask. I couldn't even see you. But <laughs> well, you don't want to see that. I saw. I just went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I don't like that. I've turned away from so many people seeing them. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh-uh. I'll go the whole other direction. I will walk extra to avoid you. Right. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Wait, so how do you react when you're out with your crew? But then a new person that's just like there randomly is just like, hey, they just kind of like try to interact with you. Are you at first like, oh, fuck, will they leave me alone? Or is like, because you're out in that social environment with your friend. And they just know me? No, no, no. They don't even know you. They so like, all right, you three are out right now. Okay. You're having a great time. Smoking your hookah, drinking. Okay. Y'all social, talking, laughing, drinking. Like I come over. Things. I come over <laughs> and just say, hey, what's up? My name is Anthony. Uh-huh, How's uh-huh. everything going? Just making conversation. I think we'll say hey. I like, think, hey. yeah. Do you yeah. feel comfortable? Like, okay, I can have this conversation. Or are you like... I w- it depends on the person. Yeah, it, it depends. depends on because how if you're a fucking weirdo, too. it's like, get oh, yeah. the yeah, fuck like away from me. It, yeah. it depends on the kind of energy you're bringing, too. It's true, yeah. I'm so, open. I mean, that's happening because that's happened plenty of times that we have gone yeah, out. that's happened. And we're like, oh, hey, you know, they were cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, oh my God, we got to talk. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so now I wanted to talk about how yeah, mental health, that we talk about friendships. Mm-hmm. How does your mental health affect uh, your friendships and your relationships? Like, um, if you're depressed or anxious. Right. If you're depressed, like, honestly, if you have a friend that's always depressed, always, and you're going out to brunch with people. I know. I mean, right. I Get guess it all depends, up. right? Yeah. Especially. Oh, yeah. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Stay right. home. You know what I mean? And there's just some people like, okay, you try to be there for them. I probably will be there for that friend one-on-one. Not in a brunch setting. Not, but I'm no, not going to be that, calling outside. that person like, oh, mama, come. Because I already know that that's not their vibe. And I know that by being there, they're not going to feel comfortable. Yeah. And even somebody that's anxious, I'm not going to bring them to a place where there's a lot of people either. Because that's going to just set their anxiety mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all of that plays a part. I feel like if they're like that, their friends are going to be less likely to want to hang out with them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I had a friend of mine that she was, um, like when I was in college, she was in the like clubbing stages mm-hmm. and she knew not to invite me because that was not my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I never went clubbing. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point, like, I guess she was just being cordial, you know, my, yeah. she's my best friend. She's yeah. like, listen, I'm going to go out. I'm like, listen, don't even bother. Okay. Like, yeah. Don't waste your time. Right. And she... And she never asked me after that because she knew like that would make me anxious. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be okay. in a setting where there was a but lot of people. You know what? At least you were under like dancing. At least you were mm-hmm. understanding to that. I know mm-hmm. people that they take offense. What? They still get mad when you don't invite them. They still get mad when you don't invite them. Yes. Where they say no every time. Right. Yeah. It's like why would I keep inviting you if you always say no? Or if you because I used to have this one friend. We're not friends no more, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> but everywhere we went, she wanted to bring her man. Mm, that's girls annoying. night she wanted to bring mm-hmm. her man mm-hmm. and before when when there was like a group that we all were in relationships at this time it was fine because there was other guys but then we all became the single girls and no hate on her that's her relationship fine but if you're not allowed and I say not allowed because it seemed like she wasn't allowed to hang out with anybody unless her man was like right here sitting on her lap it was like we're not going to invite you because we're single and we're having a good time and we don't need him in the corner giving us a side eye like, oh, that's how your girlfriend's yeah. at when they hanging out. Mm-hmm. And she used to take offense when we wouldn't invite her. And we had to tell her one day, like, Miha, we want to chill with you, not you and your man. Yeah. And if you can't just not chill with him around, then you're going to stay home. Come. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. Because come on. Yeah. I feel like you need to know. Like the setting that you're she going into. She always found like a way. If we're couples or there's a mix of guys, mm-hmm. then you can bring your yeah, man with course. you. 
But if right. it's just girls, right. you can't do that. And then he was mad weird and creepy. <laughs> like, he would say certain things and do and look at you a certain way. Like, it just didn't feel right. Yeah, no. So it'd be like, nah. He wasn't even fun. Like, he was probably there just right. judging you. Right. Yeah. Or probably like... And then he would talk mm. shit. And then it's like, if he knew, like, that, let's say she happened to go someplace without him, right away he's calling her on FaceTime because he wants to see. And it's like, come on. Mm. No. Yeah, no. Let's not do that. That's why yeah, no. we're not doing that. And then, um, so you had mentioned something about uh, mental health and like the why me complex. Yes. So, so pretty, I never heard about why me complex. So that's my term for <laughs> it. dig deep. My term for the why me oh. complex. Pause. Why do you have to? I'm sorry. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. I pretty much okay. So those people that always question. Why is my life this way? Why this? Why that? And there are people that we we have seen or people that you have been oh, around yeah. them and you know why their life is like that. And they either they know or they just don't want to accept why their life is like that. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly like, oh, everything bad always happens to me and this and that and that. But then all that energy that they're putting to blame why all these bad things happen to them, they don't it's use them. that same energy to realize that it's they're them. the reason why. They're the problem everything bad even in relationships i know people that continually put themselves in bad relationships continuously yeah and then they really want to say oh i can't believe this nigga did that and i can't believe this i can't believe that but i'm like all right well how many times you're going to keep putting yourself in the same situation Mm, yeah before you realize that either this is not good for you you're attracting the same type of ancient person or you're the problem yeah like at some point you got to say i'm the common denominator I met I'm a person like that though that um I want to say about a year ago maybe even two years that he will always be negative for everything everything for everything negative negative I don't know why this happened to me I don't know um you know anything it was just like it, the aura the mm-hmm. energy was just yeah. off not realizing and that all like, of that brings you negative like and, if you have negative vibes and not only that one time vibes. like and I try to be positive in situations mm-hmm. like that yeah. you know mm-hmm. I try to bring like the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and one day he told me he was like he mentioned something negative and I mentioned something positive and yeah. he was like don't come with that positive shit I don't want to hear that that's, that's even draining. worse and that's it's worse. like what that's this worse. is draining me that's exactly right. how I felt I was like no but told it then don't say yeah. like, fuck yourself like, go drown in the sorrow you notice like certain people drain you yeah yes, yes. yes. the minute they come around they don't even say anything but no. you just the feel energy. it you just you feel, feel it, it. You feel what's, it. what's his name Eeyore yeah. 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 you know that used to be my favorite character Winnie the Pooh I know I, I remember that <laughs> I like Piglet he, he was, was cute. so cute but what I was gonna say about people like that a lot of times I feel like it's because like they are addicted to that yeah. yes yes. they like mm-hmm. the drama they wanna be yes. a victim right. Mm-hmm. Right. they wanna they, be a victim yes, yes. That, it's a victim mentality it's so maybe it's not mentality. a why me it's like, like a victim mentality a victim mentality like and you try to tell them like yo you're you're choosing to stay like you know you have control you know you have power over your life like right. you don't have to tolerate the shit you're tolerating exactly but they're like oh I know but mm. but it's cause it gives them something to talk about it's like they command the room with attention because now everybody's pitying them or like trying to give them advice and talk to them and listen to them and they they crave that a little bit and I'll notice because I I know people like that too where everything could be going fine and they'll Mm -hmm. purposely like do something it's like they hit the domino so that way all of them could like fall you know that little something it's just always like they'll find something to do or something to say and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh my god like those people I can't right 
I can't. Yeah. So we have those people that they wallow in their sorrow. Why me? And then you have those people oh, like me and so you was talking about earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when the good happens. So for okay. me, I don't want to say it's the why me complex, but I do have to say that when good things do happen, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm surprised. Like right. I'm like, wow, like. Is this real? Is right, this right. Really oh, you question it. I question, question it, it because okay. I feel like I've been through so much negative experiences mm-hmm. that it's yeah. almost like, is this real? Mm-hmm. Or is there a catch to it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You understand? Like, so, is it eventually going to be down the line? Is it going to turn around and be something negative? Am I being naive? Does right? that Am change how you treat it? that person then? Like, do you um, self-sabotage? I do self-sabotage. But not only to self, to them too. Like, you kind of like, now if they do say something wrong or do something wrong, maybe you either escalate it and blow it up because you're I like, oh, I knew it. I knew it was too good I to be knew, true. Like, right. like do you so find now, yourself doing that or no? So, no. What I do now is I catch myself that I'm self-sabotaging. Okay. Okay. Um. So, I don't comment on it with the other individual because okay. I try to... Be more self-developed. Yes, yes. <laughs> I try to yes. work on my inner self. Yeah. Right? And I catch myself. Mm-hmm. Now I catch myself. Before, I didn't catch myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would just be like, yeah, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I would blow up. And that makes people run away too. Like Absolutely. Like somebody who is self-aware and self-goal-side, they come into you positive. They love you. They want to be with you. And they constantly see that behavior. They're like, oh no. Like, that it makes people you. run away. It turns them off. It, yeah. turns them off. it does a turn off. And it's not even like turning them off on purpose. It's self consciously. They're already yeah. turned off because they're like, damn, like, nothing I do is going to make her happy. Everything is, there's an ulterior motive mm-hmm. behind everything. Yeah. yeah. And they end up leaving. And that the person that's actually doing that is not realizing that could have been your opportunity for happiness and you just fucked it up. But you know, you mentioned <laughs> something that was important earlier, which you said, um, like the person keeps getting themselves into bad relationships, right? And and they question why me. Yeah, that's something I would do. Um, I was getting myself into relationships that didn't suit me. There you because go. Because I had rather have bad company than no company. Oh, okay. okay. Because I didn't want to be alone. I didn't See? know what it felt to be alone. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I'd rather just you. have you there. Right. Um, whether it was negative or positive, which was. Never really positive. Right. But um, in the beginning, you know, it's positive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the beginning. And mm-hmm. then things start to happen. And then you just avoid the red flags or ignore the red flags or just whatever mm-hmm. the case might be. But I rather had had bad company. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the first time that mm-hmm. I've been single this And long. you know what? That's important because you not being single now, you wouldn't be able to identify that. No, of course. Yeah. And you know what? That. I've had people tell me that before. But I didn't know how important it was. It's right. like, you know, when you, until you don't experience something, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People can tell you whatever they want, mm-hmm. but until you don't personally go through it, mm-hmm. you have no idea. And you have to want to go right. through it. And you of have course. To it. Yeah. You have to want right. that. And I felt like, until this last relationship I had ended back in, I want to say 2018, um, I wanted it. I said, I need time for me. I can't be jumping from mm-hmm. relationship to relationship because I was noticing as I was doing it, it was getting worse and worse. The partner mm-hmm. I kept picking was worse right. and worse. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like when you don't take that time, because I was the same way, I, I didn't know how, not that I, I didn't know what it felt like to be alone because I was always in a relationship. I was never single. 
the minute I would break up with somebody, it was always somebody else that Me I already too. had lines up or I was already there. I was in a relationship there. since high school. No, because Actually, it wasn't like I said it was It was always like that for me. And I felt like in doing that, I never resolved past issues with those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I kept bringing past issues Me into too. my current relationships. Jumping it. Jumping it. Mm-hmm. So now here I am with my untouched issues and I'm with a new person and I'm bringing it all on them and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And every relationship was always an issue. Yes. And it wasn't until I was single that I was like, yo, let me focus on me. Let me do my self-reflection and let me see where it is that I need to change. Mm-hmm. What is it that is so scary for me <laughs> to be alone? And it was because I just didn't like what I saw within myself. Mm-hmm. And I knew that by being by myself, I was going to see that. And that, that scared the shit out of me. When you're alone, you're in your thoughts. Yes. You don't have somebody else that you're putting your attention to. You don't have somebody else that's taking your focus away. Mm-hmm. When you're in your thoughts, that's the scariest thing that anybody could ever do is look within themselves, analyze themselves, and work on themselves. That's yeah. the hardest thing anybody could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you need to. In order to be successful in life, not even in relationships, in your I friendships. I know why I didn't want to be single. I just didn't want to be lonely. Like, I don't, I, now that I'm thinking about it, now that you're mentioning that right. you knew why. Right. All I knew was that I didn't want to be by myself. I think it's a lot of things. I think um, I had just recorded something with, with Anthony about this, but I was it was basically, do you think it's better to be single with high standards or to settle for less in a relationship? I think oh, single no. with high standards. Oh, no. That's what I said. Sure. But I have mentioned that a lot of times, it could be societal pressure too. Like if you're single, it means something. It means you're not chosen. Nobody wants you. You're washed. And then sometimes you end up comparing. Like, social media is the worst thing sometimes. Oh, no, it you is. compare, and you're like, oh, my God, like, this person is such a happy relationship, and she's getting, you know, flowers and romantic dates. Mm-hmm. And if I'm single, I'm not going to get that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be lonely. No one's like, going to be caring for me. what's wrong with me that nobody yeah, wants to do yeah, that with me? getting that image. Right. Exactly. How long, does right. it take, how long does a picture take to take? What, 0.3 seconds? And then they could be arguing right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could have argued right before that yeah. picture. Yeah. You don't yeah, know. Yeah. I would say, like, in 2020, I ended a, a long relationship. And like you said, it's the scariest thing when it you're single. It is the scariest thing when you're single. And you have to sit and be like, oh, shit, like, what do I like? Right. Like, I only knew Natalie in a relationship. Me too. What Natalie in a relationship likes. All my weekends were booked and centered around the dates I was going to go on with my partner. Right. The things we were going to do together. Mm -hmm. Shared interests that we developed. But what are my interests? Yeah. Right. And I didn't know. And I went through that. You know I went through that firsthand. I was in a 10-year relationship. Oh, wow. 10-year relationship. I was married back before my marriage now. And when that relationship ended, I went through a really big transition and Natalie saw first time my mother everybody because I forgot my identity it's like automatically when you're with somebody their likes become your life yes you lose yourself without wanting to lose yourself and I had I was so far gone I wasn't even like I would look in the mirror I didn't even recognize who the hell I was anymore because it wasn't me even the way I would speak my attitude my demeanor I became a person that I didn't like even when I would talk to my sister and when I would talk to my mother, I was so angry. Yeah. And I didn't know why, but I became that way because that's how my partner I was. was. A very angry individual. My yeah. partner, but my partner used to bring the bad out of me. Yes. So I was always angry. I was always negative. I was always on the defense because yeah. that's how I had to be to yeah. survive that relationship. Yeah. That when I was by myself, I was like, oh my God, like, look at what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I lost myself. Yeah. Hell no. I need to bring that girl back. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it was great. Like, you getting to know you right. helped me get to know you too. Right. Uh, like, that's my sister. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it was, and it was fun. We had so much fun. Girl. <laughs> yes, we, we really did. did. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. All right. I'm going to piggyback off of what y'all saying right yeah, now. Yeah. All right. So, 
one thing I always, I never like to date someone that just got a, out of a relationship. And I always try to encourage them to be single <laughs> because you have to, like you're saying, you got to know yourself. You have to reset who you are as a person. Absolutely. Yeah. When, you, when you're single. So like, even though I got out of a relationship a couple years ago, I don't have any desire of being with anyone, any kind of relationship now because I'm still just being me and just like right. relearning who the hell I am. But people don't do that. They'll jump from one to, yep. to the next. Yes. And it's like, yo, how the hell can you be with someone mm -hmm. and you still hold on to like, you're still holding on to even like just memories or just little things from your previous <laughs> right, relationship. Right. You wouldn't even re. It's like a computer. Sometimes mm -hmm. you gotta hit the fucking restart button yeah, on you your whole let fucking body. If you let find that shit yourself reboot. doing that, like still thinking of like the memories yeah, with an individual, right. all this other stuff, you're not ready. Hell you're yeah. not ready. Yeah. No way. Absolutely. You're 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 cloudy. You know mm -hmm. what my mother had told me? When you're able to tell your story without crying about it. Mm -hmm. You're over it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're over it. And when you're not always talking about and it. And when you're not always. Yes. Because I find myself right. that I talk to people and they're constantly talking about mm -hmm. their ex. Constantly, constantly. Right. You're not over it. Oh, but I'm over mm -hmm. it. No, you're no, not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're, you're not, not over because it. Because we've been talking for five minutes and for five minutes you just started talking about your mm -hmm. ex. You're mm -hmm. not. You're not mm -hmm. over it. But you know when I did realize that I was happy being single? One day I was standing in my living room and I was listening to music. And I was drinking wine by myself. And it felt good, right? And I was dancing in my <laughs> living room. And I was like, oh, I'm happy. Yes. Ooh, I'm yeah. happy oh, I by love myself. That yes. yes. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a moment for yeah. me. I was like, wow, I yeah. can't believe it. I did it. And yeah. I felt like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it feels yes. like an achievement. Like, it I felt did good. feel like an achievement. Like, I had got, oh, my God. The, oh. I loved it. I loved it. Not that I love being single, but I love the fact that I found myself again. Yes, yes that's what. And it then is. that's, that's what when it is. you start to realize that yes. now you can have that addition. Exactly. Like now you can bring someone yes. into your life because, because you're, you're complete like, by yourself. Complete. You're not looking for somebody to complete you. Yep. I always mm -hmm. say you got to be complete within yourself. Mm -hmm. You and people think, oh, I'm searching for happiness. No, you got to be happy with you before you could be happy with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what's the other thing? Don't too? don't try to find. A happiness with that next person yeah, to make right. you get over that. Because then when that person's in a weird. bad mood, I was just about to say that. Yeah. So exactly. when they argue with you, you're gonna be. Whenever exactly. they're off, you're gonna be off. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And that's not good. Another thing I call myself was, um, being happy with the thought that it was gonna work out, not with the individual, but with the thought that, oh, okay. I have this person. I'm getting what I want. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting into a relationship, but it wasn't mm -hmm. even. I didn't even like this person. Right. What am mm -hmm. I doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how yeah. I knew I was like I need to be single for. You a just felt bit. like the relationship meant something. Yeah, like it meant you were complete and things were gonna be okay just because you right. had somebody next to you yeah. and they weren't even the person. And they weren't no. even the person actually, for you. you know there was no substance. You know what's the crazy thing about me? I've been in situations and relationships where I knew that I didn't have a future with the person. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it, and doesn't that make you feel like, damn, I was wasting my time. That's like yeah. a waste. I mean, I want to say I gained some experience and we want to be positive you, about yeah, it. you learn what you don't like. Yeah, or yeah. The person I you don't want to be. Like you were able to learn that, that yeah. you were just with them to, I guess, pass time. Or, yeah, and I learned you know. that, yeah, from, yeah, you yeah. know, within me that mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I, that's what I was doing. But yeah. I didn't see a future with these people. And it's right. like, what am I doing? Exactly. Like okay. saying yes to an engagement knowing that I wasn't getting married. Yeah, why? Right. I, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> right. I don't know why I did that. And, you know, Damn, that's or, crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's or, tough. Yeah. That's a big commitment. Yeah. If you would have followed through, then what? I don't know. You would have been I wasn't miserable. Gonna, I wasn't going to follow through. You knew you weren't going to follow through. That's even worse. Or going behind my partner's through. back and getting on birth control because I didn't want to have their children. 
Oh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I was doing wild shit. Let me wow. tell you something. Yeah, because I knew I didn't see a future with that person. Actually, that was smart of you, though. That but, was smart I mean, of you. Yeah. But then it's not... That's not fuck cool for, them. for the other individual. Because they're like, oh, we gonna make a baby tonight. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we are. You ain't making no baby. Ain't no baby. Until, until, until I did that birth control don't work. No, and it wasn't even you a really pill. Said, oh, it was the, like the IUD thing? Like an implant in my arm. Oh, so it wasn't so gonna happen for like five years. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> but like, you know, we've been trying. Well, damn, how long y'all been trying for? Wow, she just the whole thing in her arm. Yeah, so. Oh, wow. But I. But I'm not like that no more. Okay. I have self-developed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, all right, wait. I got a question then. All right, oh, you. <laughs> all right. I hear this. So y'all in that relationship, you and that person, right? You're being deceitful, I guess, right? Is that? that is, it is yeah. deceitful. It, it is very it is. deceitful. You found out. You found out he cheats on you. Are you upset the same oh. way? Like, does he have a right to be like? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the? Oh, is that the same? No, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. You're bringing a whole world. I'm going to say something and it's whatever. But (laughs) first of all, that person didn't know that I was preventing the pregnancy. He found out after. after Even if he found out. It's not the same thing. You're going to cheat after you find that out or you could just have a conversation. I've never cheated, by the way. So yeah. my point, my, the point Never of that cheating. is, is cheating like just grounds for breakup, right? Not necessarily. Some it's people get past it. Some people, yeah, some people get past it. I don't All get right. past that shit. Yeah, you're asking, you asking two different questions now. No, I'm not no, that no, kind no. Of bitch. Because it's, a, it's a lie. It's deceit. Basically, that's the whole thing. Like someone's lying to you either way. Now you're going to make it work with that person? Like that's they might want to make it work afterwards if he finds see, out about it. I could see it. a couple working working out the fact that the girl was hiding was preventing pregnancy. It's my body, my choice. Right, she just wasn't ready. <laughs> that's different because bringing a child into this world is a lot of responsibility, and she just wasn't ready for that. That's fine. That's not on the same level of no, 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 no. no. Of but, another but person what we're saying is, and cheating on me behind my back. back. Where it's like, yo. Oh, like you were saying, like, oh, yeah, we're making this baby tonight. And it's like, oh, yeah, nigga, you think you're making right. this baby. Right. So it's a different, because now you're, you're fucking with his head. Like, you you know, yeah. so that's, that's why I mean it's a little yeah, bit more than just Yeah, but I feel like it's different. The cheating is different. I've never cheated. Yeah. I think you're trying to compare apples to oranges. No. Right? no. I'm right. a lie yeah. in the lie. There's no. levels. There's levels. Yeah, They're unlocking levels. But one is citrusy and one is No, deceit is there. No, yeah, fine. Deceit is there. But the the level of hurt is different. I think the way you will handle the situation is different too. Right. Let me let me let her say her piece. Because if uh, I think I'm if a man is like if a man finds out that his girl is on birth control because she doesn't want to have a baby, like you said, it's a conversation and you could get to the bottom of why the birth control why is that happened. Why that happens. Right. And then you may get into a deeper conversation of you know what? Maybe and I, I might did it because feel comfortable afterwards and yeah. have a baby. Or no. you might say, you know what? Now, if we being real, I just didn't feel like I saw... I, I don't think there's a future here. And I don't want to continue having a baby with you. Right. Or whatever. But cheating is like... A conversation could be had afterwards. A conversation could be had, but, but I feel what, like... what is the conversation going to be? Yeah. You like, brought a whole other person? What was your reason? You tripped. Like, come on. Because oh, because I felt I, neglected or because of this? Yes. That's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. Because if you feel neglected, that's, that's easier bullshit. to talk to your partner about like, hey, I'm it's feeling like, neglected so here. You don't have to fuck someone because you feel neglected. Right. Yeah. You couldn't tell me that you felt neglected. You couldn't tell me that maybe, you know, I needed to do something to make you feel wanted as a man or to make you feel more of a man. Yeah, like men are so vocal about so much other right. shit. Seriously. And then when it comes to that, 
because they don't want to seem weak or they don't want to seem like they're asking for too much I or didn't like feel wanted. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, there's levels to it though. Men like, egos. I'm gonna. It's like stealing a chocolate bar out of a candy store versus stealing a bank. Like right. Robbing yeah, a bank. Robbing a bank. Like, come right. on. Right. Sorry. What? Yo, what the it was fuck? your question. You asked the question, and we're answering it. What's your question? Podcast topics, like Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. But it's, I get where you're coming from, but it's not the same thing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same. I'm trying to think because I know there's going to be someone who can can think of like the counterpoint. So I'm trying to like think, but I I can't. I can't justify that. A lie is a lie. Because I feel like if you cheat, it's 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 something within you. Right. You either don't, or maybe that's the same as the birth control thing too. (laughs) She don't want to be in a relationship. You probably cheated because you probably don't want to be in a relationship either. And neither one of y'all didn't know how to tell the other person the child. So maybe maybe that's how it could be the same. All right. If if we take it there, but. That's a stretch. Do you feel yeah, attacked? I think it's a stretch. I just don't see how. I think both are wrong. No, they're That's both it. wrong. They're both wrong. We're not arguing That's that. I never said wrong. I was right in that part. Right. I wasn't trying to attack you. Yeah. Because I, was I would. I would think that the female, like you, were wrong in that sense. Too, yeah, of course. You know, Absolutely. of course. But I just feel like she said there's levels. Yeah, it's but also a, having a baby with someone is like that's it's a commitment. A big that's deal. a big, that's deal. a big fucking deal. You can't your bonds and not for nothing. Like you not for nothing. So back. Like, I mean, I should have probably never had gotten into the relationship in the first place. Now that I'm looking, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you witness how the person is with their current children. Yeah. Right. And then oh, that yes. puts you into perspective. What if I bring an additional child into this world? How right. how would that make a difference? It yeah. wouldn't. Right. It wouldn't, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, they're not just gonna magically become better. Yeah, yeah they're not gonna nowhere. become a better parent just because you were the they best. They have five woman. children yeah. this time, and you you're know? not gonna be the one to make them the better parent because yeah. no, that's not. Mm-hmm. And some women do that. They think, oh, I'm different. They no, he really build, loves me. He loves me, right? Like, yeah, no, hold on. I'm gonna be the one. No, you're no. not. No. You're gonna be just <laughs> like his other baby shit. mothers, exactly. and you're gonna have a child with him for the rest of your life. That's it. Wow. All right. So. Getting back to Anthony's the Anthony's subject set topic is over. Right, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we were gonna talk about confidence, right? <clears throat> so now, does the level of confidence that you have, um, does that determine the company you keep? So, like, will it make you surround yourself around people who have more confidence than you or less confidence than you? I guess it depends how comfortable you are with yourself, because some people, they're not I know some people that they can't be around other people that can hold their own because it makes them feel less than uh, yeah okay you know mm-hmm. and then I know some people that um, they can only be around people that can handle themselves because they can and they need okay. to hide behind those people to like help them you know navigate you know yeah, yeah, what yeah. they want to do so okay I just think it depends on the person it depends honestly. it definitely it really depends does. on the person but I also feel like there has to be some type of balance like for an example right. um Sometimes high level of confidence can bring some arrogance. Mm, right. And okay. I feel like oh. some people have to tone it down. Tone it down. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean like in a hating way. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if you're much more successful than I, you know, than I am, you know, I'm proud of you. Whatever the case might be, if we're right. friends. But I feel like sometimes, and I know people like this, like they'll do too much. Like they're constantly talking about their career, mm-hmm. constantly talking about this beautiful house that mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. and this wonderful mm-hmm. BMW mm-hmm. 2022 BMW like kind of just like showing off and throwing it's it in it's kind of like a showing like off kind of thing mm-hmm. right. and it's like even though you don't want to be a hater it's like you gotta tone it down a notch yeah. because, because everybody like in the, the room right. yeah. you also gotta read the room 
exactly. exactly. Read the room. You know, <laughs> if 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 People you're the only homeowner in the room, mm-hmm. and when you're constantly talking about this beautiful house you own, not that I'm saying that you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it doesn't have to be every single time. But then when right. it's every single time, either yeah. that or just when you're gonna have that conversation, have it with other homeowners. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they'll probably help you out with mm-hmm. the wallpaper that you want to put up. I can't help you with that because right, right, right. I rent. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. I wouldn't um, even know what to tell you. Exactly. Right. You know, and, and and again, I always, in all my friendships and relationships and f- when my family members have that kind of success, I always applaud it. I'm always for it yeah. because this is the type of energy that I want and I want exactly. it for myself as exactly. well. Exactly. But when you're doing the most, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're being arrogant. Yes. And you've got to read the room. And you're making other people around you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. then you're like, oh, no, because they're hating on me and all this stuff. So they're not hating on you. No. It's just you're probably making them feel less than. Yeah. You're making mm-hmm. them feel like you're and better some, than them. And-, and some people, not for nothing, are content with what they have. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't be attacking me because I don't have a 2022, you know, 2022 car. Maybe or I, I don't, don't want have, a 2020 car. Or, or yeah. I don't have an $800,000 house or mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. I'm probably content with what I have. Right. But when you're constantly doing that, it's yeah. almost like you're nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good so point. So it does depend on not only you, but also the people around you. Yeah. yeah. What their confidence makes them do. How arrogant are they going to be with that confidence? Because I'm very confident. Yeah. Even confident with what I have. Too. Exactly. Very confident. Can I do more? Absolutely, I could do more. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like the people who are arrogant, are they really confident? Because I always felt like if you no. have to constantly no. show off and talk about all your accomplishments all the time. You're doing no. that to make up for You're, kind of you're doing that for yourself. Yeah, yeah. you're overcompensating you're for something. You're doing that for yourself. Yeah. You're overcompensating for some aspect in your life that you're not happy and with. And then those people, I think they purposely surround themselves around people who probably they consider less than them mm-hmm. so they can feel good even more about themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that like that. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with yeah, that. Right. Why aren't you in a room with the same exact people exactly. that have what you have? Because we're, I guess, we're the bums that you just be chilling <laughs> with like, to make yourself feel good. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The bums. <laughs> the bums. Right. <laughs> saying because it's like, damn, like if life is so good, then you should be around a different social circle. Yeah, exactly. That's how I see it. Um, so now, <clears throat> is it okay to be emotionally disconnected from your relationship or friend and fr- or friendship if you're focusing on becoming a better you? I would say not so much in your relationship with your partner. Can you be in a rela- uh, relationship and still focus on becoming a better version of yourself? Absolutely. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Because okay. some people would say no, be because single Because you only. shouldn't allow your relationships to define you. And you should, be, you should be able to be in a relationship with somebody who supports the fact that you want to be a better you. Absolutely. Because that means that you would want to do that for them. Yeah. Emotional detachment is negative. Yeah. I find that emotional detachment is negative. Even yeah, when you're working on yourself because you should be able to have people around you that are a good support system. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then obviously you'll cut those people off. Right, yeah. right. You know, as you're leveling up, if you got to cut people off, you do that. Mm-hmm. But emotional detachment is not good. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like there's no excuse. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, so you guys could correct me. But I think there's no excuse to be emotionally detached I think you should be able to say, listen, I need some time or I'm working on this. If you can't maintain that relationship or friendship, you should be able to say that. That whole like going goes because you're working on yourself. And no. sometimes people are just, they're too like distressed that they can't give you a response. And they, you could take 30 seconds right. real quick, a quick phone call or a text like, listen, right now, 
these are this is what I'm focusing on. I'm gonna hit you up when but I'm this ready. This is what I'm going through. But that has to do right with maturity. Now. Yes, and not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, a lot of people can. A do lot that. of people become so self-absorbed in themselves mm-hmm. that they forget that you have other people that care about you. Yeah, and maybe or they're worried just about not- you. And they they're just, not confrontational. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. that's going to start something, that believe is, it or not. That's yes, it might start something. But then it's like you could at least know that you said something. You didn't leave mm-hmm. them in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. Like that whole, that like poor communication to me is mm-hmm. so like, and it's just a turn off. Then have the audacity to be like, well, why are they upset? Mm-hmm. They upset because you cut them off and didn't even tell them anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Like now if I, if you told me that and I'm wilding and I'm not respecting that boundary that, that you that's placed. That's different. That's yeah. different. Right. They leave me on red. Yeah. But you could at least give me that. Like, if I ever meant anything to you, you could at least tell in me In a relationship something. or yeah. friendship, at least tell me. What, you didn't think that we were that good of friends or in anything, then you couldn't just share that with me? Yeah. Because yeah. I get it if you, like, emotionally, you just can't give. And that's okay. Person. And that's okay. That's you, okay. That's okay. But you have to be able to say that. Yeah. yeah. But even when you're, like, working on yourself, eventually, you need someone anyone family member partner whatever the case might be like when you're stressed mm-hmm. yeah or you're overwhelmed yeah. that you need to speak to you know your job doesn't define who you are mm-hmm. that's not your identity it's not mm-hmm. and you have to learn to like embrace the value mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like all the relationships yeah everything you know every part of every your life. part of your life right? because your career is a part of your life your family is a part of your mm-hmm. life and you have to remember your career is there Mm-hmm. But your parents grow old. Right. Your children grow old. Friendships grow apart. Mm-hmm. Your friends will move. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that time that you could have had with those people, that's no longer there. No, yeah. you can't get. You cannot you can't get, get that, that back. back. Right. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's like it's great. You're working on yourself, but don't forget. Mm-hmm. You know, I grow old. I yeah. might move, you know. Yeah. So yeah. You don't forget, life is short. I may not be here. Anything can happen. Oh, God forbid, but anything oh, can believe happen. Believe me, I know that. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's like, come on, you can't take. I, I hate when people take their friends for granted or just take anything in their life for granted because they feel like, oh, that person is always gonna be there. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That person may not always be there, mm-hmm. or your situation may not be there. Yeah. Tomorrow, even your career, like, oh, my career is. A, that may not be there tomorrow either. And yeah. at the end of the day, what are you gonna do? You gotta humble yourself. Who are you gonna lean on? Who's mm-hmm. gonna be there for you? Mm-hmm. The same people you gave your ass to kiss? Yeah. No. Like you have to think about it's true, that. Yeah. Cause they There's may not people, be that welcoming when you, you know, come back. I feel like sometimes people obsess over their job or like obsess in their career. Yeah. That's also that's or also even obsessed on working on themselves too. Yes. Like I remember when I had went through my journey of self discovery and whatever. <laughs> there was a lot of people that they took it in a negative way. They didn't either. They weren't supportive of what I was trying to do for myself. And I could tell by me telling them, oh, no, but you're fine the way you are. No, I'm not. If I'm telling you that I'm not, I'm not fine the way that I am, it's because I know I'm not fine. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me, oh, no, but you're okay. Because they wanted to see me down and mm-hmm. out. They wanted to see me in that same light. Stagnant. Like, stagnant because it made them feel good to mm-hmm. see me that way. Yeah. And those were people that eventually I had cut out of my life mm-hmm. because I was like, you're not really my friend then. Exactly. If you, if you can't identify that I'm going through something and I need to focus on myself and you're trying to keep me in that same spot, then fuck you. Yeah. I don't need you in my life, mm-hmm. you know? And I ended up cutting out a lot of people, a lot of people. And they were like, oh, she's look at her. She thinks she's all that. Yeah, I am actually mm-hmm. because <laughs> I got to do what's best for me. Yeah. And if you're not going to understand that, then I don't need you in my life. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So... Yeah, I do have one more question before we get out of here. Um, 
Is marriage, this is kind of whatever, is marriage a goal? Is marriage the ultimate goal? <laughs> For me, it's a deal breaker. If, if they I, don't want to. Yeah. I want that type of Well, I am married, so mm-hmm. clearly. But that was something that I wanted with my partner. It wasn't mm-hmm. like that needed to be the goal. It just happened to be that that's where we went and we were happy and that's yeah. the choice that we both wanted for us. Mm-hmm. I want that bond right. with someone. I want that type of love mm-hmm. with someone, mm-hmm. you know? If, if we ever get there, it's because it was meant to be there. Exactly. Not that I'm going to grab any random person right, yeah, yeah. and just get married, but I want anything. that stability. I want yeah. the type of love, you know? I think for me... <laughs> All right, so growing up, right, right, you know, mommy and papi, they were big on marriage. But I think the way we saw it was like marriage was the only way that we could leave the house. Right. And that's why I was married before this relationship. Okay. Because I didn't know better. I was young and I felt like I was with this person for such a period of time that I felt like, okay, that's the next step. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to leave the house, pretty much. So I think to me growing up, it was like, I I knew growing up from you young forced. Yeah, like I know not even for well kinda, but we I knew growing up from young that, that I didn't want to be married and I didn't want to be mm-hmm. married um in order to leave. Okay. Like mm-hmm. from a young age I was like, Oh, I can't wait to live on my own. Like I want my own apartment. You I want to live that, by myself. And you know what? That became acceptable with mommy now. Yeah. And I love my mother to death. I love her to death. No, of course. But it has to do with just how she was brought up. Because right. back then it was like yeah, if you didn't crazy. get married, like you had to, like you, because like women was, don't live alone. That like you was need a the man. only way that she was able to leave her house, yeah. pretty much. But it's crazy that you say that because you guys come from a family where at home you have mom and dad. Mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was a single mom. Well, I had my stepdad in the house, but she was, she, you know, he wasn't my father. Right, right, right. But I didn't see that marriage mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. that home like that mm-hmm. and and i want that yeah no, and like i always wanted it too but i felt like i feel like because we we saw that and because that's what we were always told like even if we were in a relationship with somebody it was just like that's who you're with and that's it and we couldn't go on dates and we couldn't yeah. talk to other people it was like no oh, yeah you're, like saying. we weren't even allowed we to look like hoes so right. it's like we're not gonna have you looking like a hoe so that's your boyfriend that's it that's it so like we were never able to date we were never able to like you know how some people could be single like even just the thought of us living on our own that was like oh my god yeah like i remember being young and telling my mother you know i want my own apartment i want to live by myself and she was like women don't like women don't do that like you gotta be with a partner to to help you with the bills or or to love you like you're not gonna go to sleep like somebody needs to hold you at night i'm not gonna front though i feel like because i'm single yeah in the past i don't feel it now Mm -hmm. at this current time i felt like I was seen as a failure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I didn't have, because I didn't have a partner. Mm. And it's like, really? That's what defines mm-hmm. a woman? Mm-hmm. A man defines a woman? And I that's just strange think, for I me. Think that's like, just I'm holding how... my own weight. You right. can see, right. I've been holding right. my weight for years. <laughs> yeah. It was my own bills. I got yeah. my education. Mm-hmm. I'm raising my child, but I'm seen as the failure because I'm not married. Yeah. So it was like that. So like. I think, think, I mean, unfortunately, you had to go through what you so went through. So pretty much after I went through my whole situation, because one, we should have never got married. I say that now, and I'm pretty sure he probably feels the same way. We should have never got married because looking back at it now, we're happy the way that things are. Our son is great and he's happy. He's a great father or whatever. But everything was kind of like forced. It kind of just felt like that was the next step. It was pushed on it you. It was yeah. like pushed. Like, okay, you. so what's, what's it now? You finished college. You guys are still together. When are y'all getting married kind of thing? 
And after, you know, the breakup and everything happened or whatever, and my mother saw everything that I had went through, she was like, damn, you know, I feel bad because maybe if I wasn't that way with you growing up and, and telling you that you couldn't leave the house and you couldn't do this, then maybe you would have gotten to see what was out there and you would have yeah. gotten to live on your own and experience being an adult and date and stuff that you wouldn't have settled for something that wasn't good for you. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like you and I share something in common and it's the first child. Yeah. You know, when you first become a parent, you know, and you're dealing with that first child, it's all new to you. All new. All new. So <laughs> all we new. get we get the shit out of the stick for a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not for I, a little bit, for a lot of it. That's what I was going to say. Like, unfortunately for her, but fortunately for me, right. my mother had saw, like, what happened what the first happened? time around. And so, like, Priscilla couldn't go on vac- girl ch- girls' trips in her early 20s. I never had girls' She couldn't trips. go on vacation with her partner either. Until I was done. Like, it was like a big argument just for me to want to go on a vacation with my partner. And I was 25 years old. Yeah, and but me at 25, I was you, out. Right? I was traveling with my friends, with was, my boyfriend at the it time. it had a lot to do with just me talking to my mother and telling her. Like, and, and she knows this to this day because I tell her, Ma, you... Just the fact of how you were with me, I don't want you to be that way with Natalie because look at everything that I went through. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not saying it's her fault either because I didn't have to get married. Yeah. I didn't have to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to. She didn't force me. But I did that because I saw it as a way out. Yeah. To be on my own, to experience being an adult because I felt like I wasn't an adult unless I had my own place and yeah. I wasn't going to have that unless I had the situation. So it caused her to open her eyes and say, you know what? She's right. Yeah. And Natalie... Live her best life. And yeah, I, that's great I do what I have to do. And I'm great happy though. for her. But that's why I asked this question because, like, now I'm kind of seeing how, like, if I get married, cool, great. But if I get married, like, 10 or 15 years from now, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not pressed for marriage. I don't right. care about it like I used I to. Yeah, like, for me now, it's like I knew from when I was young my ultimate goal was to have my own place and have independence. Right. So now that I have it, I'm just like, I made it. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. feel accomplished. I feel right. good about myself. If I get married, cool, but it's not going to be something that I feel like I need this. Mm-hmm. It's going to complete mm-hmm. me kind of thing. So for me, it's just like whatever. And now with my husband now, like, we, I am in this really, and I know what marriage is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know that we have this bond, unbreakable bond and I love him. I'm happy and... We have our children and we're living the dream like yeah. for me you know yeah and i didn't feel that before like yeah. i feel that now and so I, now you know it's i appreciate right for you. Yes, right. it has to be right yeah right. that's what i'm saying that's that right what for i me want and yeah. the marriage like i appreciate the marriage i appreciate being our home just everything about it like i just appreciate everything about it and before i really feel like my past experiences is what got me to this point yeah mm-hmm. that even when he proposed i knew i was ready before he even asked the actual question. She was saying yes. I said yes. Yes, yes. I was going crazy. And they know. They know. <laughs> because I knew that just the type of person that he is, is that that's what I wanted. Yeah. That, that was what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Any yep. last minute thoughts, guys? Because we're done. I think this was great. It was. Right, Do you guys it. feel like more calm now? Yeah. Yes. Let me give you guys the recap from the guy's perspective, right? This may take like 30 minutes. Okay, go ahead. What? I'm joking. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> it takes like 30 seconds. Nah, I'm joking. What? I was joking. Oh, you I don't said, have to. I said oh, it might take like 30 something. minutes. I was All right, saying, so I'm we're just going to um, use this song to take us out real quick. Alright, so anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Like always, like, share, comment, subscribe. Pass the hookah. Pass the, <laughs> pass the hookah when you out. Um, and that's it. So that's it. Bye.